All right, so let's uh, let's get this started. <clears throat> let's make this official. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first annual Sports Recap Live Mock Draft. Up nets for the Washington Redskins. Chris will have the number one two pick with the Washington Redskins. Washington Redskins. They are going to select with the second overall pick, RG3. Okay. Oh, wait. Sorry. Wrong one. All right. End, end, uh. end, end it right now. Let's just, let's just go home. This is done. Good evening, sports fans. Welcome to Sports Recap Live to our first ever NFL mock draft. We're going to be doing our mock draft today. Pits have already been made. Well, not made, but pick numbers have been made we're gonna go through all the all 32 picks today uh we have anthony and chris uh they got their numbers and uh guys if you're ready let's get this started if you guys want to say a few things before we get started actually well uh definitely what's going on guys and uh the other thing is in this mock draft we are not allowing trades from my understanding so uh you know the numbers we got are the numbers we got i'm sure there will be some trades but uh, we're just going to go ahead and go strictly off of who's got what pick right now as it stands. Yep, I'm in agreement with you on that. And how are you gentlemen doing? How's everything going? <laughs> we're doing great. Uh, today was my first day actually staying home with my son by myself as my wife went back to work. So if you heard a little baby in the background, that was him just now. But now hmm. she's watching them. Yeah. But uh, that was that was pretty interesting today being uh being home by myself with him for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think well, I think the big thing right now, if you guys don't mind, if we touch on it, is uh, the one of the best tight ends in the league is officially back in the league, and that's uh Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah, Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 if you yeah, guys let's crazy. do let's, let's talk about news. that real quick. Um, does this potentially make them? I know they're already a favorite. Does this make them a surefire? NFC champion favorite now for sure. Well, in my opinion, really quick, no. I uh, I actually that's very disagree. quick. Yeah, I disagree. I actually think it puts them further. I thought they were, and I know we've talked about this, and I'll go a little more in depth than Chris. Mm-hmm. I definitely want you to touch on why you don't think so. Um, I think that this definitely put them higher on the the chart, but I think it's a lot of on paper right now because we don't know. Yeah what Gronkowski we're getting. You know, we know that he retired. He, put, he sat out a whole season. So now he's coming back. And we don't know what he's going to be. Now, there's no argument. I'm not trying to say Gronk's this or that. Gronk is one of the best tight ends that ever played. He's probably the best tight end I've seen. Uh, I'll, you could argue, like Chris said, Tony Gonzalez, you might hear. But I've always, I thought Rob Gronkowski is the best tight end that I've seen. Um, but is he going to be that? You know, he took a season off. Is, is he ready to go? I understand he wants to play with Brady, and I think that that makes Tampa definitely a better offense because if Gronk is the guy that he was, it just exponentially puts him in another position because they already have Evans and Godwin. Now they have him. Now they're able to trade probably O.J. Howard, I would think, is going to get traded, so they get a draft pick back, and all they gave up mm-hmm. was a fourth-round pick. So, I mean, it's, I mean they, get a, you know, they only gave up a fourth pick, so I really don't think it's that much when you're considering, you know, the level of what he's done in his career and where you put him with the all-time greats. Well, I guess to respond, does it make them a better team? I think yes. But does it make them the favorite? I don't think so still. So who's the favorite in the uh, NFC then? Who's the favorite? In my opinion, it's the Saints still. Well, they'll play each other twice a year, so we'll find out, you know, who's the better team then really early on. Can't wait for those games, 
in the NFC in the NFC South is what you meant, yeah. or did you mean you mean NFC? Period? I mean NFC. Is that you're talking with the Saints? The uh, whole NFC? No, 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 no. I, was talking, I was thinking the division. I was oh. thinking division. So, oh. but either way, I, I still don't have. You know, Brady is obviously everyone calls him the goat. I think he's you know, legacy is, is is tarnished a little bit. But is he a great Why? quarterback? Yes, because because he cheated. Okay, whatever. There's plenty of evidence that he cheated. Okay. Um, but well, well, that's, is he that's, a good that's quarterback? Day. Yes. That's a completely bad day. The quarterback doesn't make the entire team, unfortunately. They can score 60 points, but if they let in 70, then that's that. Um, then real quick before we start, uh, one other NFL slash video game news. They now say Lamar Jackson is the cover athlete of Madden 21. Um, Mahomes was the cover athlete this year. Obviously, I guess you can say Mahomes broke the curse, I guess is what we can say. The curse has been broken with Mahomes. Do you guys maybe, just real quick, all three of us play men. Did you guys believe in the curse before this year? Not really. Anthony, did you believe in a Madden curse? No, I don't think it was a I think it might have been like just, you know, coincidental things. Right, that right. took place, right. All I'm saying is Antonio Brown was in the cover two years ago and then he just went off the wall, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, so Lamar, Lamar did get hurt. You know, he did, but he, he won a Super Bowl. So, right. but that's that's the other NFL news today. Lamar Jackson's on the cover, which means everyone who pre-orders the game will probably get a 99 speed Lamar Jackson. So there we go. Michael Vick from what was it, 2007? Was that was that the year everyone used Vick? I thought it was 04. Was it 04? Whatever. He was the he was a while. Yeah, he was he was a It was a while. I remember. Yep, the Michael Vick experience. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let's uh, let's get this started. <clears throat> let's make this official. <clears throat> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the first annual Sports Creek Recap Live Mock Draft. All the guys here, Chris and Anthony, have all been given their picks, and I'm sure their selections are already made and their draft board's already done. Yeah, so as of sure. right now, so as of right now, we'll <laughs> go ahead and start. And the Cincinnati Bengals by Matt are on the clock. Um, guys, it didn't take me this long to do this pick. Uh, the first pick in the mock draft. It's going to be quarterback Joe Barrow, LSU, and simple reason, best guy in the draft, best quarterback in the draft. They need a quarterback there. They have AJ Green, they have Boyd, they have all the we- they have the weapons. They need someone at the helm. Andy Dalton, his time is done. He could never win the big one. They're bringing in the best guy in college football last year, Joe Burrow, number one pick for the Cincinnati Bengals. Got it. Um, up nets for the Washington Redskins. We're also also before I mention all of us have our favorite teams. We're gonna be doing all our favorite teams pitch. So obviously Chris will have the number one two pick with the Washington Redskins. Washington Redskins. Yeah. They are going to select with the second overall pick, RG three. Okay. Oh wait. Sorry. Wrong one. All right. All right. End, end, the <laughs> end, end it right now. Let's just let's just go home. This is done. <laughs> No. Obviously, um, I mean, the Redskins could definitely trade down here. Um, I've heard that they have had offers, but I've also heard that they are not interested in trading down. So obviously no trades allowed here. We're going to go just keep it easy, nice and easy, and go with the generational talent that is available right now. And that would be Chase Young from Ohio State. Um, I think that's the best overall next pick after Joe Burrow, of course. So. All right. are going to take Chase Young. And real quick, uh, everyone listening, I am going to post all the draft results on our Facebook page. 
uh, when when it's completed, and this will also be uploaded before Thursday. So and now the with Discord. the third, huh? And the Discord. Yes. Uh, now with the third pick, uh, Chris is back up again with the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions uh, with the number three pick. We're gonna go with we're gonna go with Jeff Okuda from Ohio State, cornerback. They traded away Darius Slay, so they need to replace him. Uh, one of their best top cornerbacks. So we're gonna go with uh, Jeff Okuda. I like that. That's a good pick. Um, all right, uh, come to the podium. Number four, we have picking for his team will be Anthony, the Giants' number four pick. Yeah, so let's let's uh, get right into it. I will start with the pick that I have here and then kind of give you my idea behind it. If the Giants stand pat at four, since in this mock draft we're not doing trades, I have the Giants selecting Isaiah Simmons, linebacker out of Clemson. I think he fits more of a need immediately at that pick. If you're talking about having the best available talent, you take him. If you take mm-hmm. this offensive tackle at four, whether it be I've gone back and forth on maybe Tristan Wirfs, um, Andrew Thomas, you know, there's a lot of capable guys up in the top four, you know, offensive tackles that they're talking about that could go there. If the Giants drop down even to the ninth, 11th, somewhere in there, they could probably still get one of these guys. A guy like Isaiah Simmons is not going to be there. He can play so many places on the side of the ball on defense that I think it's a no brainer because the Giants did not do anything to address the pass rusher. And the best pass rusher they had last year is still unsigned and they haven't brought him back. So I think that's the pick here. The Giants get a huge defensive player who could be, like Chris said about Chase Young, that generational talent where he could be a guy the Giants rely on for the next 10 years because the Giants have not had a linebacker that I can really think has been that solid since you're talking about Antonio Pierce back over 10 years ago when they were winning the Super Bowl. Uh, So I think the pick here is Isaiah Simmons. All right, the pick is in. All right, so so I get these numbers by random. So the funny thing that happened here is the next pick is the Dolphins, and it's Anthony. So happens, all the random picks I did, Anthony got every single Dolphin pick. <laughs> every, every single so Dolphin So the pick. first of the Dolphins' first three rounders will be Anthony. So, Anthony, here you go. You're back up again on the clock. And you know what? I like the way it worked. It, uh, it worked out well because it was almost like I was – just the GM for the Dolphins for these three picks. It wasn't going to be because if you would have had it or I wouldn't have, the right. picks could be completely changed because I might go lineman here. You might have went quarterback, but maybe I'm going quarterback <laughs> later. So I was able to kind of base what the Dolphins needed and choose, you know, make my choices here. It makes sense, yeah. Um, so it worked out well, I think, in favor of me in that one. Uh, I go with what I think here is the Dolphins pick, especially if no one trades up and we're just going based off talent. I think the Dolphins select Justin Herbert, quarterback out of Oregon. I think Tua's question marks about him and a lot of people souring on him is going to cause people to look away from him. Um, And I think that Herbert's the pick here. Now, I think there's a very good chance that people trade up and the Dolphins aren't necessarily in line to get a quarterback here. But if everything stays as is, I have the Dolphins taking Justin Herbert. All right. I am finally back up after uh, waiting six picks with the Chargers. And honestly, my pick depended on what Anthony did at five. So the Chargers, we have Phil Rivers traded him away. We have Tyrod Taylor, who hasn't really proven himself, but I'm going to get a guy who's going to learn behind him for one year. And Tua, Quarterback from Alabama will be going to San Diego as the new Chargers quarterback. Uh, I think the Chargers definitely need a quarterback. Los Angeles. Have, 
Yeah, Los, did I say San Diego? Los Angeles yeah. Chargers. I'm still living two years ago. Uh, I just think they I think they need a quarterback. Tyrod, we've seen him multiple times. He get multiple chances, and he keeps getting passed up. What was it, two years ago? They thought he was going to be the guy until Baker was ready. That lasted, what, two or so games? I think Tua, I think he's healthy. I think he's ready. And if he, was, if he wasn't hurt, he probably would have been the number one pick besides Joe Burrow. So that's what I'm going to go with. So, uh, Chris, we're back with you with the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers. I think that the Carolina Panthers have a bunch of holes on defense, and that's really what they, other than Cam Newton, that's really what they were known for. I think they really leaned on their defense a lot. So I'm going to go defense here. I'm going to pick the defensive tackle from Auburn, Derek Brown. That's a good pick. I like it. Especially with Luke uh, Keekley that retired out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah, the other my other pick would have been Isaiah Simmons if he was available. So I don't, even on draft day, I don't see him dropping down to seven. If they if he drops down to right. seven, the Panthers have like a golden horseshoe up their butt. Right, uh, and that's, we're going, he he was obviously the first pick, but um, Derek Brown I think is a very good second pick. Yeah, right, we're going back to Anthony at number eight with the Cardinals. Yep, and oh, I, I forgot I to wanna, write my pick. Yeah, <laughs> I want to I want to touch on that like Chris said because I think a lot of this stuff. This isn't going to be there. I, I can't see how the top seven picks stay with the teams who have them right now, because I 100%. think a lot of people are just thinking teams are going to trade up to get a quarterback. But I think someone like an Isaiah Simmons makes teams look up further, because if a team does go you know, out there, like, say, Washington ends up finalizing a deal at the last second and dropping out of the second pick because a team really wants a quarterback. Another team that mm-hmm. might have been outside might be like, hey, I need to get up here. Um, and another position, which I'm sure we'll start getting addressed here soon. Uh, I'll wait for that point. I think that's going to be a position that we haven't addressed yet. That's really going to have teams looking to trade up, but at pick eight, I think the Cardinals, the way it's looking right now, take an offensive tackle. And I think they go with Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. Oh, oh my draft board for my team. <laughs> it's going to happen at some point. Yeah, yeah it was bound to happen. This won't be the first offensive tackle taken off the board late. Um, I honestly think I, my heart wants the Giants to take Simmons, but I think if they get Stan Pat at four, they're going to need to take a tackle because they definitely need to address the offensive line. But I think Andrew Thomas is the great pick for the Cardinals there with a young quarterback and now getting Hopkins. I think that's a big pick to have a guy of that size and a guy of that ability to be on the line with him. All right. And what do you think about um, – I know they need a tackle. What do you think about um, – um... I can't think of the Murray uh, wanting them to get the guy from Oklahoma. His little his little pass he made from two years ago. What do you think about that? He's CD Lamb. For that. Yeah. God, can I you think, imagine that? Whew. I think before Hopkins, that's that would be a possibility sitting at eight. But I think now that you have Hopkins and you have Christian Kirk, you got a couple of guys <clears throat> that you know aren't you know star guys, but they're guys that can definitely make plays and could get better because they're young. I think you have to address the offensive line here. Now, if something happens, and I think we might see some trades happen of some of these players that, for example, uh-huh. the uh, you know the Buccaneers were talking about Gronk before. They're going to have to get rid of a tight end, so they maybe get a mid-level pick to get rid of O.J. Howard if they can do that right now. You might see some of these other guys. Maybe the Cardinals really like C.D. Lamb, and they try and trade Christian Kirk or another one of the receivers and get a pick back. So a lot of it, I think, is going to have to do with how the trades and what kind of pans out. But I think if we're just going based on talent and everyone staying where they are, that that's the pick there is the offensive line. All right, Chris. Chris, you are up for the Jaguars. Yep, and I also have the Jaguars later on at, at twenty. So somehow that worked out as well. I swear um, to God, it was all random. 
The only yeah, time so, you also got both the Viking picks. What the heck happened here? All right, I all right, did get ahead. both the Viking picks. I, I just realized that too. And I um, the only ones that are different are I got one Raider and Anthony got one Raider. So okay. I guess mine will my second pick will depend on his first pick. That's true. All right, go ahead, Chris. Uh, I think Jaguars are going to focus on the passing game pretty heavily. Um, yeah, on both sides of the ball. Um, so in this case, I was kind of struggling whether to go wide receiver or cornerback. Um, but uh, someone, I can't remember, it was one of their coaching. It could have been the head coach. I can't remember. Said that, um, what was it? That, that, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was something like offensive weapons are like chocolate chip cookies. You can't have, you know, you, you can have as many as you want or something like that. So I think they're going to go offense here. I think they're going to pick a wide receiver. I think they're going to go with Jerry Judy from Alabama. All right. That, first was, part definitely, that was, yeah, that was on my board for a, a later mm-hmm. pick. And so that's a great pick. He, he may or may not be the first wide receiver to go. Um, I've seen him and um, C. D. Lamb kind of go one and two, uh, maybe one A, one B. But I just kind of went with Jerry Judy. You know what happens now? Usually, if this was a real draft, this is when dominoes would just fall off the board no, right now. No, not a question. And I think that this this position I was saying before, I didn't know when someone would say it. The receiver position, I think, is another one we need to watch because there's a lot of teams so in that middle, middle of the pack that want these C.D. Lambs or Jerry Judy and a couple other receivers we'll talk about that mm-hmm. I think uh, people are going to move up for. Yep, and, and they really they doubled down on Gardner Minshew. They really like him. Um, and I think DJ Shark is a great wide receiver, and I think he'll fit in well in, in, Jaguar, in the, uh, Jacksonville. All right. I am I up agree. for the Browns at 10. Wait, am I? Uh, yeah, I just did that. I, yeah. mute. <laughs> I was up for the Browns, at, and I was going back and forth between, like I said, I was going back and forth between secondary and offensive line. Um, secondary because I feel like they never found a replacement for Jabrell Peppers when they did the trade. I think he was an all-around talent, but I think they need someone to protect Baker Mayfield because he got demolished last year, and the Nets' offensive lineman is coming off the board, and I'm going to go with Jedrick Wills, offensive lineman from Alabama. Um, I mean, what, what can you say about Alabama's offensive line? I mean, these guys are just tough. They're mean. They'll open up the run game for them. I mean, they got Cream Hunt there, Chubbs. So this guy's going to open up run game. He's going to pass block. So another second lineman off the board going to the Browns. Yeah, solid pick, too. If, uh, like I said, if you can get one of these linemen, I think at any point, especially the Browns, like you said, they address a huge need there by getting help for Mayfield on the line. Uh, number 11, uh, Jets, is Chris again. Jedrick Wills, got it. All right. The New York Jets. I thought oh. you were going to say football giants. <laughs> no. I know that that's the... Uh, the Giants. So let me actually. I actually had Jedrick Wills here for the for the Jets. Oh, here we go. Uh, I, start. Now. I think. <laughs> yep. So I'm gonna cross him off because I think they need to. Oh, let me mute that. Sorry about that. I think that they need to really help their young quarterback Sam Darno, and also Le'Veon Bell needs some help. He's a talented running back, but there's only so much that he can do. So I'm going offensive line here. That's, I was definitely going to take Jedrick Wills. Um, let me see here. The other tackle that was taken was Andrew Thomas. So the next pick I have is Tristan Wirfs from Iowa. Good pitch. Yeah, I like, I like him. They say he has a lot of... Uh, they're liking what they see in his intangibles. So I definitely... That's actually the guy I'm hoping at the Giants trade down they end up with. 
All right, and the first pick that we have, and our finally Anthony's back on the board. We have the Raiders, so I'm gonna since I have Raiders at 19, my pick will actually depend on what you do here, Anthony. So uh, yeah, go ahead. We'll see what you so, do. I uh, I went back and forth. I've gone back and forth on this. I originally had Jerry Judy going here. Uh, then okay. I went back and forth on taking C.D. Lamb, but then I also looked and I saw you know there's another player and another need that they have, and I think at 12. It's a good value. Not to say that I don't think C.D. Lamb would be a good choice here, but I think there's another receiver, and I'm I'm thinking Matt's going to take him later on with the Raiders' other pick if he's there. And I'm going with C.J. Henderson, the cornerback out of Florida. I think he is fits an immediate need for them. Uh, I think the receiver, you don't go wrong here if you end up going with C.D. Lamb if he's still on the board. Uh-huh. But I just think you can't pass up the cornerback here because I don't see another big cor- cornerback if he's already gone off the list. That would be a great pick at 17, and I think he's definitely someone that's been talked about maybe making the top 10 at some point, C.J. Henderson. So I like that pick here at 12. I will admit, um, with that pick, you made mine a lot easier. So uh, I think we had, we had – because I honestly – I had wide receiver cornerback. You had cornerback. So we were kind of on the same page if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. I, and that's what I, I went back and forth. But I think there's a receiver that I think that would fit well for them on their next pick. And that's why if I was thinking having both picks, this is how I would do it. If Judy was there, I think I would have went with him. Not to say that C.D. Lamb isn't a play. I just think that I'm going to segue into my next pick. I think the 49ers don't pass up C.D. Lamb and the 49ers draft C.D. Lamb at 13. So you're going to see, all right, there it yeah. is. I don't think that it's not a, it's not a, you know, lack of talent why he's not chosen at 12. I just think that having CJ Henderson there and they know they can get a receiver a few picks later is, is the way to go for me if I'm the Raiders. All right. So, so the next pick is actually the Buccaneers. I didn't select this. I went with one of our friends who's a diehard Buccaneers fan. Uh, fan. His name is James. Uh, he gave me his list. So the, the 14th pit, the Buccaneers, they're going offensive lineman to help protect Brady. Will be Josh Jones, offensive lineman from Houston. Uh, let me let me ask you this: Was that his number one choice? As no, Andrew Andrew Thomas was his number one choice, okay. but he even tested me and said he knows he's not going to. Right, but what about Beck? Was Beckton there, or did he? I know he's dropped on people. He had Beckton. Yes, he had Beckton. That was his third choice. Okay, so Josh Jones is second, yeah, because I've heard yeah. Beckton first. I can't remember exactly what I read, but I heard that he's dropped on some people's draft boards. All right, so I am up at fifteen with the Broncos, and actually, Anthony took. I had I actually had Josh Jones down for the Broncos. I had CJ. I had CJ Henderson down for the Broncos. So the next pick that I had left for the Broncos, uh, the second Alabama receiver is actually coming off the board. And I think this is going to be a good pick for them. It's going to be Henry Rudd from Alabama. I feel that he's going to be an inside present to Cortland Sutherland's outside present. And I think this is going to add even more dynamic to this offense. And already we saw Drew Luck last year. He looks like he's going to be the real deal for them. And I think this just gives him another weapon to uh, work with. So Henry Rudd from Alabama, their new slot receiver. Yep, I love that. I think that's a good pick. And that's actually who, if I was the Raiders, and I don't know if that's who you had listed on, that's who I would want if I was the Raiders, if I were to take Henderson at 12. I, I did not have, Hope. I didn't have Rudd there because obviously I had the Broncos right. and I knew Rudd wouldn't get past me. So I do have two more options there. It all depends if uh, they last. If, so if they last for sure. Chris, yep. you're up next with the Falcons. All righty. Going back to the uh, NFC South, huh? So obviously the NFC South has some quarterbacks that uh, are going to be passing for a lot of yards. So I think that the Falcons 
really need to address the fact that they really haven't had any pressure on a quarterback or, or consistent pressure on the quarterback. So I think they go for, uh, I believe the name is Clavon Chison, defensive end from LSU. Um, oh I think that he's, he's such a, Was that your a defender who can line up everywhere. And I think that he's going to go after Tom Brady. I think he's going to go after uh, uh, all the quarterbacks in, in their division. And I think he'll have a good shot of actually getting some pass pressure. What happened, uh, Anthony? Yeah, that was my pick. So uh, this is why I guess the teams get so much time after the pick gets chosen before them, huh? Because yep. I am definitely on the drawing sure. board because all three of my options here have gone. So I also, <laughs> you know, it's the Cowboys. Sorry so about that. To, no, it's all good. The Cowboys is not a team I want to get, you know, the great yeah. best player, but just thinking of who's available. So, yeah, give me a uh, let, let them just take a look let here. Them just default. They, they took too much time. So they don't get a choice. They don't get a choice. What was the last pick, Chris? What was his name again? Clavon Chison, I think. Chison? Okay, Clavon Chison. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've this pretty much one. wrote down. I really pretty much wrote down about two or three players for each team, just in case. And I've already had to cross off a couple. Yep, same here. I've had to cross off, and it's just going to get worse. It's just going to get worse as we get to the twenties and and later. It definitely. And this is one of the questions I actually wanted to ask you guys when you when you mm-hmm. think of these teams. So, for instance, like the positions we're in, like uh, Matt had said, obviously, with the Buccaneers, they went offense. Is it always the need of the team first or is it the level of talent? So for a team that might not need the position, that might be the best. Like, hypothetically, if there's a top 10 rated guy that drops to pick 21, but you don't need that position, do you take the guy at 21 or do you still go with the need and maybe reach a little bit? What do you think is the best play there? And this kind of gives me some time to buy myself, uh, you know, a couple more minutes to think about who I want to take here for the Cowboys. But what do you guys think about that? Go ahead, Matt. You want to go first? Uh, For me, it's needs. Uh, I want to build my team around the best. I mean, I know you want best player available, but I want the best available I need. I I need to make my team better. And I don't need to double up Mm -hmm. on positions I already have. I need positions I don't have. In, In our draft, the way that we're doing this draft, Obviously, it's, it's got to be need. Um, in the real-world draft, that's the reason there are so many trades. Because if you have already a franchise quarterback, you have a team that's already built around a quarterback that your franchise believes in, and you're holding a number two, number three, number five spot with someone like Tua still out there, that's where you leverage your spot in the draft to address your needs by getting, you know, coming down four or five spots, knowing that the receiver that you need is still available at pick number eight, pick number 10. Whereas the team that really needs that franchise quarterback is willing to, to offer up the draft picks, the, the player, whatever it might be. So that way they can address their need. So it, it really is about need. Um, but in the real world, you're definitely leveraging your, your position in the draft to to address your need by trading down. So I think Matt is right, and in in this sense, we gotta we gotta definitely do needs. Yeah, and to touch on that, and that's why I've come to the conclusion for my pick for the Cowboys. I mm-hmm. think they're gonna go with a need that they that they would need more so than going with a pressing position and maybe taking it early. I'm gonna right. go with uh, Xavier, I'm gonna go with McKinney out of Alabama, the safety Xavier McKinney. I think that that's a position that they could definitely use help in. I think that was one of their weaker positions last year. So I think 
getting him on the team would be a nice start for them on the defensive side. Yep, I guess I I'm actually crossed yep. him off. I, I, <laughs> I, I was going to run actually. I I had the next pick for the Dolphins, <clears throat> and I actually had McKinney as one of my options here mm. uh, because I know that was a position they needed. But considering yeah. everything they're talking about um, with this player, and like I said, they're expecting him to slide on some. I think the Dolphins take their quarterback at five with Herbert, and I think now they go offensive tackle and take Becton out of Louisville. And now they get a tackle and a quarterback in their first two picks and kind of, you know, go forward with getting a little bit younger and getting some franchise players in place. What, what pick are we at right now? Is it 18? Yeah, I just finished 18, so it's up uh, to pick 19. Now, I don't know. If, is that you by any chance, Chris? Or is that Matt? Uh, that's Matt. I have 20. I have right, that's, at 20. That's me. That's me with the Raiders. And uh, who do you think I should pick, buddy? All right. Uh, me and Anthony, I know we work together, and I hope this is the wide receiver you were thinking of taking, Anthony. Uh, I'm going with Justin Jefferson, LSU wide receiver. I was not thinking about him, but I do like to pick. That is that is a good one. All right, so we're at number 20, which is Chris now, and I get a nice little break until 24. <laughs> <laughs> you just write that down. Justin Jefferson. So back to the Jags. Um, like I was saying earlier, I think the Jags are going to address the passing game on both sides of the ball. So with their first pick, that I, I went wide receiver. Uh, with for their second pick, um, I'm going to go. I was going to go safety um, with Xavier McKinney. So now I got to get my plan C here. Yeah, I've had to cross off three already. So kind of. Reaching now. No, I understand. It's, uh, it's tough, especially, you know, you see why sometimes these teams take those full 10 minutes because they mm -hmm. might have had six, seven people listed at pick nine and then stuff goes, does not go as they planned. And they're like, all right, now we really got to think about it. Who do we want to go with? I'm going to go with Trevon Diggs from Alabama. Cornerback. Wow. God bless. I hate you so bad right now. That was my next pick. Again, Chris. Maybe. <laughs> hey, this is going to be tough. We got, what, a yeah. little more than 10 picks left, 12 picks left? Yep, this is definitely getting tough for sure. I agree with you on that. So that puts us now on pick 21, which is me with the Eagles. Mm. I, that was definitely who I was going for there. Um, and I had another receiver, but he's gone at this point too. Mm -hmm. So that definitely gets you back to the drawing board, thinking that they would be there. Let's think about this one. I'm going to go, I think that I they... definitely see... Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, th I could see the Eagles going linebacker here. Mm. Um, and I have them choosing Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. Matt, I, I was just going like to say that. Uh, I was going to say Chris I was just is say the Vikings. I, yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I think the Eagles could possibly go wide receiver. I think. The, I, I think so, too. I think their best years is when their passing attack was, you know, they were the flying high, flying Eagles. Um, so I think they definitely could go wide receiver there. 22. I could, I could see it for sure. I agree with you on that. So Vikings, obviously there was a big trade that happened with the Vikings with uh, Stefan Diggs. As much as I want to go wide receiver here, I think they should probably address another need, which would be quarterback. Sorry, cornerback. So I think they're going to go with A.J. Terrell from Clemson. Solid, solid pick. So I think that puts me back on the board now with the Patriots. Um, 
I think the Patriots could go a whole plethora of different ways here. Um, I could see them going. I know people have said maybe they go quarterback. I've, I've even thought maybe they go receiver, but I think after last year, I know Nikhil Harry was hurt, but I don't think they'll spend another first-round pick on a receiver again. Um, I think that maybe I actually have them going linebacker here because they did lose multiple players this offseason. Um, with losing, they lost Roberts, they lost Jamie Collins, they lost Van Noy. So I have them taking Zach Bond, linebacker out of Wisconsin at 23. Matt, I think that, that brings us back to you at all right. Uh, I think this is where I think the Saints are going to go a little different here. Uh, they could definitely use a secondary, but with what's going on with the Bucks and the Bucks offense, I think the Saints are going to go receiver here. I really think they're going to reach. I think this could be a reach. This may not be a reach, but I think this is another speedy guy. I think they're going to go with T. Higgins, wide receiver from Clemson. We're uh, pick 24, right? Yeah. So I'm going to go with the receiver for them. So, Chris, you're up again for the Vikings. What was the pick that you just did? Receiver from Clemson? Yep, T. Higgins. Got it. All right, so where am I at? 20, 25. So we're back with the Vikings. Dang. T. Higgins, that's exactly who I was going to go for. This is getting tough, guys. Okay. I think that they're going to address a different need now. A former Redskins, I think they need former Redskins quarterback. I think they need to protect him, so they'll probably go tackle here. Let me make sure this tackle is still available. He's not available. Dang it! <laughs> We're struggling here. Can you imagine what GMs have to do when they have to scramble? Well, I mean, I'm sure throughout the draft they're like, well, I mean, off their boards, but this is, I mean, now yeah. now you think about it, like, dang, like. If you have like three or four people on your board and they just go, you're just like, oh, what do we do? I mean, they, they've also been doing scouting for months yeah. and months. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So their draft yeah. board yeah. Is, is very long. Yeah. And you, you know, they're playing through every scenario to what stuff they're not even anticipating to happen. They're like, hey, this guy's going at five, even though we don't think so. And then he doesn't, you know, so I mean, they go through everything. Yeah. I'm sure Anthony's already thinking about his Dolphins pick at 26. I don't want to pick another cornerback here because we just picked up a cornerback. And I think they really do need to address their offensive line. We've had several of the top uh, tackles already taken here. Hmm. so heavy is that Matt it's not me yeah it is you bro yeah I don't hear it anymore well now that he's got a much better mic we can hear even his breathing (laughs) (laughs) all right I'm gonna go with the offensive lineman Uh, I'm gonna go with a guard I'm gonna go with Cesar Ruiz here from Michigan I like I like that pick. That was one I've been watching, too, for a lot of teams at the late first round. Because uh, he's, like you said, off interior offensive line. I think he plays center and guard. So that's a big... Uh... Yeah, I think they need help with their... They need help with all their offensive line, for sure. So most of the top tackles at this point have gone. So let's go with one of the top guards right now. 
Yeah, for sure. So I actually have back-to-back picks at this point. Now I have the Dolphins at 26, so I'll complete the first round of who I would want in my uh, choice here. I have the Dolphins as the safety being one of their needs, so I think the Dolphins go safety here and go with the safety from LSU, Grant Delpit. At 26, I think that helps them. They get their offensive line, they get their quarterback, and they get a safety all in the first round. I think that's a good start for them. And then at 27, I have the Seahawks. The Seahawks, obviously, it looks like Clowney. They traded for him last year after trading after letting Frank Clark go. Now they're going to probably not have Clowney back again. So I think they go with an edge rusher here and fill a need. And I think they go with, and I'm, I, don't, I don't know how to say his first, so I'm going to say Gross Matos, the edge from Penn State, I think, at 27 here. I think it's a good pickup for them. They get their defensive end. They get another young guy, and they get to put him onto that defensive side of the ball. And that puts us All to pick right. 28. And that, that, concludes, get... that concludes me in the mock draft. And I pretty much well, have the last five picks. <laughs> I've got so, the Packers at 30. So, yep, you get two, I get one, then you get two more. So for the Ravens, uh, they need a linebacker. And I'm actually going to go with Patrick Queen from LSU. One of the solid linebackers in the lead. And uh, 29, I have the Titans. Anthony took my pick at 27. So Titans. I'm going to go with, I'm actually going to go with another cornerback. And I'm going to go with one who's pretty high on draft boards, but has not been selected yet. I'm going to go with Christian Fulton from LSU. So the Titans are going to take a cornerback to possibly replace Logan Ryan, who has not been signed back yet. Or Clowney. So maybe they address one of those needs post-draft. I think that's how a lot of these guys might get signed after, is that if they don't get what they wanted in the draft. Yep. Uh, Chris, you're up with the Packers, and I'll finish it off. Got it. So Packers. I'm going to go wide receiver here. Someone to make Aaron Rodgers happy, I think. I think this guy will probably fit in the slot. And I think Aaron Rodgers has a lot of fun playing with a slot receiver that can actually, you know, beat that one-on-one coverage in the middle of the field. And I'm going to go with Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. All right. And I got the last two picks. Uh, I'm going to go with defense alignment for the 49ers. I'm going to go ahead and just add to the front that they already have and just keep on with the defensive flow they got there. And I'm going to go with, I just had him up. I'm going to go with, I'm looking, he hasn't been picked yet. Javon Kinlaw. Has he been picked? He's still there. Yeah, I'm going to go with so Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina, defensive lineman. One of the best in the league. He's ranked number nine on the prospect board. He's one of those guys that right now just dropped down to the bottom. So I'm going to take him. Uh, and to finish off the mock draft, the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs, you know, they have Damian Williams. You know, McCoy's gone. They really don't have a big, you know, a guy that can get the yardage, that can just fight for yards. Yeah, he's still there. I actually had him slated to go to the Jaguars. He was one of my uh, options. No, no, no. I'm saying he was one of my options early on. Oh, my Um, last pick? Okay. mm -hmm. I didn't even have him on my board because I think he was going to last. So, But for the Chiefs Mm -hmm. right now, I'm going to go running back to help out Damian Williams, and I'm going to go with a guy who can go between the tackles, and I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor running back from Wisconsin for the Chiefs. And that would be the first and only running back in the first round of that if our draft plays out the way we went. So, everyone, that is going to conclude our first 
mock draft. Uh, I think it went well. We can obviously, you know, as years go on, we're going to improve on it. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Sports Recap Live uh, mock draft, and we'll see if we get any picks right. Yep, we got a couple days on your birthday. I can't wait. We'll, uh, you know, we might be sipping some alcoholic beverages, watching the draft. We'll see how it goes. What do you What um, do you think, guys? I, I know we're I know we're pretty much wrapping it up, but did you guys see what the what the the dress code is for the virtual draft? I did not, but to cut you guys off real quick, I have a quick daddy duty I have to attend to, so (laughs) I'm going to let you guys finish it up. Sorry about that, fellas. That's all right, Matt. Have a good Um, night, Matt. I love you guys, and obviously I'll text you guys. And uh, Take care, guys. Take care, Matt. Yeah, Matt. Chris, Chris, I'll stay with you here. So I did not, actually. It's just something I was just reading earlier today. Like, uh, obviously looking up drafts, prospects, and things like that, it came up. It's, It's crazy. I mean, obviously... It's this is a new kind of uncharted waters in terms of what's going on here with 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 coronavirus and things like that. But I mean, there's there's a lot of things that they can't wear, obviously, that they can't say. Um, I mean, this is going to be on TV, so obviously they're, they're not going to be cursing and things like that. But I mean, I think that's just kind of that's kind of crazy that there's a pretty pretty big dress code and things like that that they have to adhere to. Let me see if I can pull it up here. My, uh, yeah, I hadn't even heard about that. Kind of slow. I figured there'd be some kind of, you know, what they'd have to do, but I didn't think it would be to the point where it was like a set um, thing, but I knew they would probably look into something just because like you said, obviously it says no third party logos, except for NFL partners like Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, New Era. So they can't be wearing a, New Balance T-shirt, you know, maybe they're possibly getting a deal with New Balance or something like that. Um, Reebok, I guess. I, I mean, they, I don't have, they don't have the the deal with Reebok anymore, so they can't wear a Reebok hat or anything like that. Wow. So, yeah, let's see what uh, else they got. Like you said, though, while you're looking that up, it's it's such an unprecedented time that the fact that you know where we're at and it that to still have the draft, you know, that we're even having this virtual possibility to give you know, the players and the opportunity to still hear their name on draft day and have, you know, something for the fans to kind of get their minds off the thing. It's just crazy where it is and what we're about to see. They did this, you know, the the test on Monday, they said, you know, obviously I'm sure there were some hiccups, you know, with having to get it all done, but they're taking this as a very serious matter um, with this virtual draft environment. Mm -hmm. So here's another little piece of information here. It says, Anything featuring political statements is not allowed, nor are any references to alcohol, drugs, tobacco, gambling, illicit substances or activities, pharmaceuticals or dietary and or nutritional substances or products commonly referred to as energy drinks. So they obviously can't be holding a Red Bull can or have a a monster poster in the back of their room. Um... And it says no references to movies, video games, or other media that contains or promotes objectionable material or subject matter. Wow. So basically, I, they got to be in a in a room in a white a room with just white walls. I mean, and they have to wear non branded clothing or a suit, I guess, if they're still going to be wearing suits. But it's pretty strict. Yeah, I guess they're not playing around. Maybe I don't know if it has yeah. to do with like saying what they can, like what they can't reference or what they can't have out. 
might just be like sponsorship issues. You know, I'm not too sure right. on that, but it's definitely crazy to see the guidelines, you know, now that that's, you know, what, what's going to be going on. But I think, uh, I don't know. I can speak for myself. I'm definitely excited that the draft is still happening because with a time with no sports, that's you true. know, really whatsoever, the fact that we'll still get a chance to see, you know, some of these players and where they're going to be in their first season, as long as everything goes on to plan, you know, it's a, it's a really cool thing and something will, probably you know never thought we would see in the first place that this draft is going to be yeah. all virtual 100 percent, and it's just like you said we're thankful that it's happening still and we're lucky that we're able to have it virtually because we definitely need some type of sports i mean it's it's been a long time it's been a, what a month or so of no sports and um i follow DraftKings on youtube and what they are posting on youtube they normally post things every day about you know obviously a lot of other sports and gambling related stuff but what they're posting right now on a daily basis is is um virtual basically they're simulating madden games they're right. simulating madden games and it's like an hour long and i'm just like what what does it come to i mean i, I love madden just as much as you and matt but I'm not going to be watching on YouTube a virtual game of Madden for no reason. You know what I mean? No, I get like, what you're saying. People are desperate at this point to get some type of sports in their life. And, and the draft is definitely going to be one of those events that we're thankful that it's still going to happen. Just because we all miss football. We all miss sports in general. Um, but ultimately, above, above all else, really people's health, people, people's lives are at stake here. And, and obviously, we need to stay at home, practice social distancing, in my opinion, um, follow the science and the doctors and things like that. So I understand it. I'm sure we all do. Most of us do at least. And uh, we're happy that we're going to get at least some type of sports back in a couple of days. Yeah, and I think that's a perfect way to, to leave it at that is be, we're excited for the draft to come back. We're excited for some, some facet of sports to be around and, Yep. Let's look, you know, look forward to Thursday night where the draft starts and some of these guys will get their names called and find out yep. where they're going to be starting their careers in the NFL once it's all underway. Yep, sounds good. Perfect way to end it. I know Matt left a little early. That's fine. He's on daddy duty, so we completely understand. But uh, definitely it was a pleasure. Um, Anthony and uh, Paul, I hope you guys have a good evening. And everyone else, take care. Yeah, you guys Thank have a good night. Know. And you know what? Real quick, just to drop it, uh, FU3, you know, since Go he ahead. left, might as well say it early for him. By the time this comes out, it might be the day before, it might be the day of, but happy birthday, Matt. Take care, <laughs> have guys. A, have a All good right, night, guys. Here.